As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. Best ever listeners, this episode has some noise in the background. It is me typing while I am taking notes. My bad. Apologize for that. We fixed it. It happened in 40 episodes, and then we resolved the issue. Too many, I know, but sorry. It's over with. We resolved it. I hope you can power through it and listen to the good stuff that the guest has to say. You have to be the catalyst that makes it happen. So to answer your question, the best way to find people that you're going to end up trusting and can help you are referrals from people that you already trust. Best Ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. First off, I hope you're having a best ever weekend because today's Sunday. We've got a special segment called Skill Set Sunday where we're going to talk about a specific skill that will help you in your entrepreneurial endeavors as a real estate investor. And that specific skill is building a dream team when embarking on an entrepreneurial business venture. With us today to talk about that, Bobby Montaigne. How you doing, Bobby? I'm well, thank you, Joe. How are you? I'm doing really well and Great to have you back, best ever listeners. You probably do recognize Bobby because he's been on the show before, episode 1,222, titled Pivoting from Development into Private Money Lending. Bobby is the CEO of Walnut Street Finance, and he's successfully overseen $15 billion, yeah, with a B, in career transactions based in Washington, D.C. So with that being said, how about we start out, Bobby, with just a refresher on your background, and then we'll get into the dream team. Sure thing. The short story on my background is after college and graduate school, I worked for others for 10 years in the real estate finance and development space. And that was the plan, kind of work for a big company and a small company and maybe one in between. 
and then start my own company, which I did in the late 90s as a infill real estate developer. So what that means is we would go in and typically buy desirable locations, smaller sites, knock down or reposition whatever was on it into some kind of residential use and develop and build those either townhouses, row houses, condos, something residential. Did that for uh, 18 years until 2016. And in 2016, after we put some capital together, we began lending that capital to our former competition and became a private lender, providing capital to worthy borrowers with worthy projects. That brings us to today. You're going to be talking to us about how to build a dream team. I would certainly say that with all of that experience, you had a lot of connections along the way, and it helped you identify the right team members. So I'm going to be curious to hear how you approach the dream team scenario, and especially if you don't address it, which you probably will, but if you don't address it from a someone who doesn't have your breadth of experience, how someone else can do something similar. Sure. The first step in assembling the team, and you want a dream team, because if you really think about it, if you just kind of step back and look at what you're trying to build, build a business, any kind of business, you can't do it by yourself. There's just no chance, no matter how smart, talented, or how much money you have, you cannot do it by yourself. So you need to surround yourself with people first and foremost, and this isn't all in my opinion, first and foremost, that you can trust. I call them foxhole people, and they're the, I just envision being in a foxhole, for example, in World War One. Who do I want to be in that foxhole with? Who's got my back? And those are people that you trust, and that's who you want to begin to surround yourself with. The second piece is you're kind of sitting back thinking about it is you need to really understand the process. I'm a real estate developer and private lender. So I really need to understand the process of real estate development, beginning with identifying an opportunity, all the way through getting that opportunity approved, zoned, site planned, building permits. So if you understand the process, it's kind of like an assembly line. What do you have to do first? And once that complete, what do you have to do next? And in each one of those pieces that you figure out along your assembly line, you need to identify a specialist that you trust who can help you th through that piece. So at the end of the day, that's kind of how I think about it. I break it down into bite-sized pieces. That is very helpful, and that certainly can be applied to any entrepreneurial venture, real estate included. So can you give us now an example maybe of your own company? Sure. For example, let's say I'm a real estate developer and I identify an opportunity that might be an opportunity that I've driven by for years, a vacant building that I think is in a decent spot and I want to pursue purchasing it. What do I need first? Well, I need a purchase contract. I need somebody to help me understand the title. I need an idea of the value, which I offer for it. So the first person I need in that whole process is some sort of real estate lawyer who can draft a contract for me, who can track down the title for me, who can arrange a closing for me. So that's the first person I want to find in my analogy in that assembly line. Then let's say I get through that part. And while I'm going through that part, concurrent with that part, I want to understand the underlying zoning. What can I build there? 
what can reasonably get approved? How long would it take? What do I need in order to do that? So in order to build on that site, for example, a 25-unit condo building or multifamily building, I need to understand, does the underlying zoning allow that? If it doesn't, I need to rezone it. I need a picture of what I'm going to build. So I need an architect. I need someone to help me design what I have in my head on a piece of paper so that I can then go in front of a planning commission or a town council or whoever I seek the approval from so I can pitch my idea. And to pitch that idea, I need a picture of that idea. An architect can help me draw that. An architect can help me understand the underlying zoning, what kind of density I might be able to get. So while I'm putting my work and my contract together with my transactional or real estate lawyer, I put that in place, first part of my assembly line, and then I go hunt for an architect that I can work with, that I trust, that can draw well, that can put my vision on a piece of paper so that I can go pitch that to the people that are required to approve it. So back to the dream team, the first piece begins with, I need a lawyer, and now I need an architect. And if, for example, I need in that 25-unit condo building that I want to build, 50 parking spaces, and I need to attach that to water and sewer, and I need to build a sidewalk and a curb around it. Well, for all that kind of stuff, I need a civil engineer. I need someone who can site plan it, who can work the land, who can look back at what's approved and what's viable there and help me understand that and then take that and put it on a piece of paper so that I have a site plan. I have a vision of what that piece of property is going to look like when I'm done building it. So all of a sudden I have three people that I really need on my team, a real estate lawyer, an architect, and a civil engineer. And I haven't even put a shovel in the ground yet. Now I got the first piece or the first three pieces, the first phase, I think of it, of my team coming together. So we've got the two steps. One, find the foxhole people, so trustworthy people. And two, know the process so that you can assign specialists that you trust to each part of the process. So let's dig into each of these a little bit. The first part, the foxhole people, how do you personally identify people you can trust? I don't just get on Google and find out who the architects are in my area and then hire one. I talk to other developers, for example. I talk to other people in the space, and I get referrals. And somebody might tell me, I'd say his name, the best real estate transactional lawyer I know, Jack Lavoy. He was referred to me from a friend of mine who had done some business with him. And I reached out to this friend of mine who was in a similar business. I said, I need a really good real estate lawyer. You know anybody? And he gave me Jack's number. So I called Jack. I get to know Jack. I like Jack. I like his style. I check his references. He's with a good law firm. They check out. So I go have a cup of coffee with Jack. I talk about what I want to do. He tells me if he can help me or not. If he can, great. He's my guy. If he can't, maybe he can tell me somebody who could. And then I'll go chat with that guy. So it's not something that happens overnight. It happens over a period of time. And you as the entrepreneur have to make all of this happen because folks aren't going to call you and say, hey, I understand you're thinking about this. I might be able to help you. You got to go find these people. It's an effort. You have to be the catalyst that makes it happen. So to answer your question, the best way to find people that you're going to end up trusting and can help you are referrals from people that you already trust. Mm -hmm. 
as far as the specialists that you identify from each part of the process, it sounds like you could take the same approach you just said and just apply it to that as well because you just find people or in the space you already trust and get referrals for the specialists. So is that just a copy and paste type of answer for this too? It absolutely is. For example, let's say I find that corner, it's got a dilapidated building on it. I think the opportunity could be to take that building down and build in this case, four townhouses, a stick of four or six townhouses. During that process, I'm going to want to know what those six townhouses might sell for once they're done as I envision them being done. Four bedrooms, three and a half baths, high-end kitchen, two-car garage in that neighborhood. I have to know what those will sell for at the end of the day when they're built a year or two years from now. So I might reach out to the local realtors in that space and say, hey, I'm thinking about building this four-bedroom townhouse, brick front, three and a half baths, two-car garage. I've done some comps myself, and I think they might trade for 800 grand each. What do you think? And then you have that discussion. So all of a sudden, now you have a realtor who knows what you want to do and is helping you out and who, if they play their cards right and are helpful through the whole process, will end up listing those six townhouses for you, and it works for them too. $15 billion in career transactions. So when something along the way, especially when you were in development, something didn't go according to plan. And if you took the approach, well, first off, is that a correct assumption? Absolutely. Okay, fair enough. Absolutely. So you're like, hell like yeah. way more, way, yeah. almost, almost in every case, it didn't go as I originally envisioned, right. but Good. with the proper persistence, you get to the finish line. Okay, so here's my question. If you took the approach that you are saying to take, which I completely agree with, find trustworthy people and then find specialists after you know the process and plug them in, and you found them through a referral, but something didn't work out because they messed up, they weren't the right person, what is a way to mitigate that from happening as much as possible? Because I imagine you have come across that before where you got a referral from someone who worked with someone else, someone who trusted, and then they worked with you and it did not work out at all. And you're like, what the heck? I just followed this process. Like what went wrong? Yeah, that's happened to me on a number of occasions and I've learned from it. And the takeaway is really simple and I didn't invent this phrase, but it pays off to put in your brain. Hire slow, fire fast. What that means is do your due diligence, check the referrals, make sure that your architect has done a project similar, for example, to the one that you're pursuing, has a reputation, knows how to get in front of a planning commission or planning council to get approvals, has some experience in that space, knows what the questions are going to be before they're asked so he's prepared to answer them has the proper supporting documentation, pictures, plans, etc. So do hire slow those referrals. Talk to the person, ask them questions, questions like, hey, just like the question you just asked me, hey, when you've been hired before and it didn't go right, how did you end up working it out? Now you're in the battle and your architect, in my example, cannot deliver the plans and the specifications that you need in order to advance your plan. And you call him and you nudge him and you push him. And every day, every time you talk to him, he gets back to you slower. He's hard to reach. He's just not delivering. It's time to fire fast. Get rid of him. 
move to plan B. And so when you're vetting all the different architects, don't just throw away the ones you didn't hire, keep their name and number around just in case you need them. But I, I can look back to all the mistakes that I've made by putting the wrong team together. And in almost every case, it's because I didn't properly vet them in the beginning. I was in a hurry. I just wanted to make it happen. I wanted to hit a deadline. I wanted to make the spring market. I was afraid I'd lose the project if I didn't get it done. So I traded quality due diligence of the team members I'm looking to hire. I traded that for speed. And in every case, it took the project longer because switching horses, switching architects, switching general contractors midstream is costly and painful both with respect to time and money. Mm -hmm. Great stuff. Sometimes you have to do it. So I just always go back to hire slow, fire fast. Anything else as it relates to building a dream team as an entrepreneur that we haven't discussed that we should? Fire fast is very painful. It's emotional. It's hard. It's confrontational. And none of us like confrontation. I don't care where you're from. Nobody seeks confrontation. So it's hard to do. So you tend to procrastinate it and you make matters worse. The best way is to fire fast and fire fair. And the conversation basically goes, what's happening here isn't exactly what you had told me what would happen when we were talking. And it's not how I envisioned it happening. And if we're both honest with ourselves, this probably isn't going to work. So instead of just firing them, you're fired kind of thing, have that conversation. I say, hey, look, I want to unwind this honorably. I want it to be if I run into you in a restaurant that we have a conversation and we don't avoid one another. So you've probably done some work and you probably think I owe you some money at this point. Let's have that discussion. Let's get square. And let's just look at this as something that we both made a mistake on and we want to move on. So you can't stiff a guy money-wise because he's not doing exactly what you want. You have to be fair. And if he thinks you owe him 20 grand and you think he's done 10 grand worth of work, have that discussion and make a deal and move on. How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? The best way is through our website. It's long, but it's easy. WalnutStreetFinance.com. Bobby, really enjoyed our conversation. This is applicable not only to real estate investors, but entrepreneurs in general. But since this is a real estate investing podcast, I'll stay focused on that. Any type of real estate venture, this is helpful for. And the two steps that you mentioned, one is find foxhole people, so people you can trust, and two, know the process. I wrote down something and just playing off of what you built, and I just want to get your thoughts on it to see if you're okay with maybe amending it or maybe just building on this a little bit. I wrote down three things. One is, and this is purely just listening to you and writing based on my notes from your conversation. So one, sit down and write out the entire process. So first, we got to know the process. Two, confirm that process with someone who has more experience to make sure we're not missing any parts of the process. And then three, assign trustworthy specialists to each part of the process. What do you think about that? That's exactly right. That's the nutshell. A piece that you added that I'm not sure I said, but I think it's absolutely right, is after you think you know the process, after you think you know what the assembly line looks like, go talk to somebody who's done it before. Mm -hmm. Talk to one of the specialists who understands the whole thing and make sure that you've got 
a trustworthy specialist, someone smart in each one of those stops along the assembly line. This is great stuff. Thank you again for joining us again, Bobby. I hope you have a best ever weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Invite me back. Look forward to talking to you again. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. Want to build wealth through real estate but tired of dealing with tenants, termites, and toilets? Check out the Note Investing Academy. They'll teach you how to invest in the mortgage instead of the property. With all the cash flow or appreciation you want, and investing as actively or passively as you'd like. Use the code FAIRLESS at noteinvestingacademy.com for $500 off enrollment.